Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Because I feel like I was drilling it just now. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Alright, Doc. Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. You yes. played Dungeons and Dragons? Yes, I actually have played Dungeons Don't look at me like, have you played Dungeons and Dragons? Ooh, he's black. Uh, Stranger Things had a black character in it. Damn it. <laughs> Don't. Okay. Goonies had a no. Did Goonies? A, yeah, Goonies had a black character in it, right? Right? I gotta, I gotta Google that yeah, real quick. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they did. Oh no, it didn't. <laughs> it's the '80s. I guess we'll give them a pass for that. It's 1985. <laughs> That would have been a little too woke. They did have like an Asian kid though. Just right? remember, Tu Wong Fu exists. Um, I think it's up for debate that whether how woke Tu Wong Fu is. So one of my favorite random questions to ask people is if you were to play Dungeons and Dragons, what four people would you want to play with? Like celebrity wise? Living or dead historical figures. And then, who would you want to be Dungeon Master? This is such a vague question because there's so many different avenues I could take this with. I know, that's like, why I love it. Maybe I want to run a campaign with like Napoleon, Alexander the Great, and Genghis Khan, and like just to see what kind of classes they would choose. Like, what if it you turns out- You got another person to play with and you got to pick your dungeon. Ooh, you pick your team, I'll pick your Dungeon Master. <laughs> right? Homer. Like Simpson? No. The poet. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Greek philosopher poet. No, 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 no. So give me your team. Give me your uh, team. Uh, I can't. Okay. Well, give me I, your team. Of what kind of campaign do you want to run? Do you want to be like? That's my point. Like, like, yeah. Like most efficient tactics available. This shit. Like, could you imagine what a dungeon campaign with, like, fucking Barack Obama, Donald Trump, and Joe Biden, and Hillary Clinton, and Kamala Harris would be like? We could ask an AI to do it. <laughs> I actually kind of want to hear what that campaign would be like. Yo, who would be, who would be the dungeon master? Henry Kissinger? <laughs> <laughs> That was a joke for all of my political listeners out there. I'm feeling like it's gotta be somebody way out there. Ooh, Sean Spicer. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to make Barack, Joe, Donald, Kabla all go full role playing. The Dungeon Master is Patton Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only letting this rock because Patton would be so over enthused to fucking be the dungeon master for that. Oh god. I can I can't even imagine. Well can you Bill is walking around handing people snacks? <laughs> hey, hey, you guys well, you know every campaign starts in a tavern. You guys that one might start in a brothel. <laughs> That's great.
Who am I kidding? It would start at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> uh, no, it would start in the White House Library. Where do you think the coke came from? Anyways, you're gonna go with the uh, tactics available. <laughs> I, I like how we're going, I like how we're going to completely glance over it or just graze over the fact that I suggested that the coke in the White House came from them having a major dungeon campaign. <laughs> I mean, they glossed over it, just like the Secret Service. <laughs> we don't know who did it. It was Hunter Biden's dungeon campaign. Because, <laughs> I mean, what's better than cracking Dungeons and Dragons, right? <laughs> Sprinkle some hookers in? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. Pays a bunch of hookers. Hunter to Biden play. gets an escort. Or gets a bunch of escorts for a full weekend, and he's like, "No, we're playing Dungeons Isn't and Dragons and <laughs> smoking crack all weekend." <laughs> <laughs> While Stranger Things just runs in the background, oh I fucking love this show. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen, I'm just saying. This is why I love doing cold open. After, after Hunter Biden, the standards of presidential children are just gonna rise up and crash through. This is Doc. And after Sasha and Malia, I think it's, you know, perfectly fine to have a little bit of excitement in the White House, okay? What was, like, the most exciting thing Sasha and Malia did, right? Smoked cigarettes? Ooh. Go to so bad. schools? Oh, no, they went to Coachella. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And she smoked the joy. Hunter Biden is like, hold my beer. And <laughs> Sasha's like, I don't know hold if I should. <laughs> I don't know if I should. Barack is like, you get away from him. <laughs> yeah. Dad, what do I do? Take this Newport. It's still better for you. Yeah, and go listen to The Flood with Doc and Ziggy, where we take our pop perspective. Flood culture and context. And make the mainstream make sense. Because if we don't make sense, we don't make dollars. Hello. That's right. It's your favorite weekly pop culture digest where we take the news happening around us and discuss how it is shaping the culture that defines us and currently <laughs> currently part of that is discussing what a dungeon campaign with Hunter Biden and because you know we are doing some of the videos where he's like super cracked out that's that's we live in a strange timeline <laughs> that a very... I don't know if cracked out Hunter Biden playing Dungeons and Dragons with a bunch of hookers is the most insane thing. It's up there. I Listen, I, I didn't ever think that we would exist in a timeline where Fran Drescher from The Nanny was making much more sense than like Oh fuck! Ninety percent of the rest of the like economic system, but uh, here we are, right? <laughs> but here we are, and some of the other stuff we got to talk about this week is uh, Tom Holland is breaking the internet, um, along with getting some other things broke. The internet has asked a few questions for which Doc and I may have some answers. Keeping it on the trend of breaking the internet, uh, the guy that brought us the dress that broke the internet is uh, facing some uh, serious charges. We're going to talk about the master reptilian race, maybe high tech? 
But all that after we get into what you guys have been tuning into this week. This week's hit on the algorithm is... What Was Unmade For by Billie Eilish. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Bust your oversized hoodies out. And cry. Grab those very, tissues. sad sounding song. I was listening it's to it. It's time for new Billie Eilish. I was listening to this and I was like, oh, this reminds me of Regina Spector. I love Regina Spector. But she's so sad. <laughs> A.K.A. Billie, I wish that he didn't leave me. A.K.A. <laughs> Billie, I'm in my feelings-ish. Oh, uh, yeah, no, nah, I feel it. Uh, it was it was great. Billy's got amazing vocals. Um, I always love their production. It, her and her brother do great work. Uh, but yeah, no, I, time and a place for Billy. Um, it's like that dark academia playlist. You put that shit on when it's brooding hour. You know, with the way this weather has been, it might be you know that lamenting music, <laughs> just in your underwear. Just hot, frustrated, sad for no reason. After Zig provides us with this week's major hit on the algorithm, the thing that's been keeping y'all heads nodding, we like to take a trip back into time to and this see. Week you gave me the number 63. To see what was really tripping back Six, then, 63, 63 years, years ago. ago. In 1960. What had y'all toes? What had people's toes tapping? Not y'all. If we have listeners that was alive back in 1960, shout out to y'all for, uh, you know, staying technologically savvy and all that. I see you out here listening to random obscure podcasts. That's dope of you. I appreciate all the listens. And this would be your first reminder to like and subscribe at the Flood Pod on everything. And that is on everything. Uh, <laughs> but back in 1960... We looked at the top five, and uh, let's be honest, we didn't recognize fucking any of them. Mm-mm. And we listened to them. Not by name, for sure. And, and we listened to the the five through two, made us question what was wrong with <laughs> people in America in the 1960s. In the 1960s. Listen, then, no, can you, no, no, call them out by names. Call them out by names. Five through two, because, like, listen, y'all can go and find We live in the age of right. information. Y'all can go find these songs and see exactly what we're talking about because. Mark Dang, Johnny Preston, Everly Brothers, Jim Reeves, y'all shit is whack. Yo, that shit was hot mid. Every, every single last one of them songs that was charting back then makes me wonder what the fuck was going on in except, 1960 except, except for number one the theme from a summer place you didn't recognize that by the title dude no did no you? I, no i, I didn't. didn't recognize but once but once that melody came in baby once you know what that is you know what i feel like a lot of this 1960, I feel like that was before they was really letting black music chart, right? And you you had this, you know, classic Americana shit right here. It sounds like a Norman Rockwell painting. <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. It really does. Though. It really sounds like a Norman Rockwell painting. Yeah, yeah. This, this is what was, you know, getting the toes tapping back then, right? And, uh, of course, no disrespect to a theme from a summer place. That shit is... A bop. 
Yep. But, 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 come on, man, that's not making my summer jam. Nah, that's the only one that that floats. It's not making that's only nah, because it's not making my summer playlist. Like media. Yeah, it's ubiquitous at this yeah. point, right? As like that dream. People are like, I don't know any Mozart. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't know any Beethoven. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You just don't know Beethoven. Yeah. yeah. No. There's a couple of artists like that. I mean, listen, I, maybe that'll be how it is for Billy in the future, right? But as of right now, I'm sure that Cinco is getting ready to do numbers. God, it's what was I made for? Is it God? Such as even a sad title. Sad boy summer because it's so fucking hot already, and it's so hot that people are gathering in Death Valley, California, for the record-breaking temperature that is getting ready to occur or has occurred by the time that you guys will be listening to this. But it was supposed to happen today. It was supposed to get to 131 degrees, and I know we promised that we talk about everything but the weather. But when the weather is 131 degrees, is a current event, um, and people are actually like going to, t- okay, like. I know, I know it's not a lot happening right now, and it's also a lot happening right now, so people are, like, looking for weird escapism things. Which is going to be really hard when all of the labor in Hollywood is striking. Uh, but you know what hot feels like, y'all? Like, why would you want to experience... Like, listen, I've been... There's saunas. There's saunas. Saunas are a thing. Right, so why why spend money to go stand outside in 131 degrees and potentially pass the fuck out for the gram, right? Like, is this is this cloud chasing? Why would you get in the fucking submarine going to the, the Titanic? <laughs> why would you pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to get in the world's jankiest submarine? This I think this this to go me. see the Titanic that is almost non-existent anymore. Because let's not leave out the fact that at this point it is literally just like there is more of the Colosseum than is left of the Titanic. Yeah, the, the, this Death Valley story gives me Ocean Gate vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but like someone's gonna probably die in each stroke. But like, honest. but like Burning Man, <laughs> like literal Burning Man, <laughs> bro. Like, come on, fam. Is that how much? Like, is that how nihilist we are now? We're like, yes, let's actually go experience. Like, we are getting a jump start on climate change tourism. <laughs> Is that oh what we're God. doing? Like underwater Manhattan gondola <laughs> rides? Yeah, yeah. No, fucking. We already talked about that. Underwater Manhattan submarine tours, <laughs> nigga. You're not using your brain. <laughs> Come on, climate change tourism, baby. Like you are witnessing capitalism capitalizing <laughs> already. Like it, the, no, that's the, the system. Perfect, the perfect reasoning. For why the earth is not flat is the how do you know the earth isn't flat because if it was there would be a theme park with a giant fucking swing that says swing over the edge of the world uh, clearly you're not doing your research because everybody knows that you can't get within like fucking what is it 77 miles of the ice wall because the government has everything blockaded and all of that shit <laughs> I'm just saying. 
it's not it's not hard to do a Google. I mean, at this point, you could probably find it. Don't you take just time. gotta make sure you do your own research. You just do your own research. We're trolling. We're trolling. <laughs> For clarification, we are trolling. <laughs> no, no. Listen, listen. He hasn't seen the new scientific data. He doesn't know about the firmament. From the people that did the studies? <laughs> those tests, you must have seen those tests. NASA, NASA, buddy, okay? Have you, listen, 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 let me tell you. Yeah, man, I hope they got a good playlist because sitting out in that fucking heat in Death Valley while just trying to uh, live for the experience would make me want to take up. Break. Okay, let's talk about our favorite thing. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Let's talk about our favorite thing. Eating the rich. Ah, delicious, delicious. Uh, you know what else was delicious? That speech Fran Drescher gave. The nanny had some words. Uh, words where she announced as head of the Screen Actors Guild, that's the uh, union, the uh, labor union behind yeah. Hollywood's actors, um, it would be going on strike, as well as the writers. SAG-AFTRA, which is short for Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, is an American labor union representing approximately 160,000 film and television actors, journalists, radio personalities, recording artists, singers, voice actors, internet influencers, fashion models, and other media professionals worldwide. This is not good. Well, I mean, listen, it's not good for the system because that is it, a lot of of that is a lot of careers that I did not think were under SAG-AFTRA. That's and that's a lot of motion that's getting ready to not happen on top of the writers. It is being reported rather snidely that uh, the director's union took, you know, quite the peanut pleasantry deal, as it were. And apparently the actor's union is not going for it. Um, well, this is, uh, as I was just talking to a uh, resource of the pod before we started recording, that this is typical uh, big business mentality of trying to divide and conquer the uh unions and have them fight them oh, yeah. themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's always the... That's, they wrapped it up that's very been quickly with big the thing. directors. Yeah. So they could be like, we were able to work it out with them. But the thing is, is, what the directors were looking and asking for is different than what the writers who were already on strike... And apparently the actors and, are asking and for. And the actors can. Yeah. No, the actors... consists of a lot more than just actors. The... Actors Guild is more concerned about what streaming, as long with along with the writers, streaming residuals, streaming residuals, um, AI usage, uh, those kinds of things, the deep fakes, all of that, right? What it all means for 
their likenesses, the their ownership of all of this, the way they are really like being rounded up like cattle at this point, like they are being treated as indispensable. Um, and when asked for their proper share of the rewards, they're being told about all of these losses in revenue while CEOs continue to rake in millions of dollars. Like it's it's absolutely ridiculous and this is and she was right when she said Fran was right when she said this is happening across all labor markets right like all essential workers right now are being shown just how non-essential they really think we are right uh, there's no better way to put that right even though without us the system does not function i'll go into a restaurant to pick up an order like a mcdonald's or a taco bell or something and people will actually behind the counter might just kind of like look at you when you come in they don't really say hi or anything and then they kind of just like look at the kiosk like the the self-order one and it's almost kind of like a deer in a headlights type thing i mean we covered the we covered the McDonald's that has no like yeah. front facing like human employees. Yeah. You order through the kiosk and they prepare your order in the back and it comes to you on a conveyor belt. You don't have to interact with people, right? Like they are they are like beta testing this shit. And they're doing it with one of the first places they're trying it with is media, Hollywood right like it we are not very far from them trying to give you a vtuber host dog like please t believe that they are watching to see how successful that shit is with twitch and with uh kick and all those like new burgeoning uh just huge media spectrums right that are coming up like they are paying attention to what you guys are paying attention to and they will figure out a way to capitalize and monetize on it right and and sequester it so that they are in control of i mean that's what they did with the internet remember what the internet was like coming up in like windows 95 days and shit like, that? like yeah like early to even early 2000s internet dude before like the literally the internet is 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 dead right like the fact that twitter going down can cripple so much of the internet culture like is ridiculous Twitter going down makes our job harder the fact that it really does reddit ap nah, i mean listen uh maybe somebody who's afraid to read actual journalistic media uh, uh, excuse me i have six articles <laughs> today today he says he comes with receipts today he says no but like the fact that reddit api and all of these subreddits going dark right can cripple so many journalistic media outlets yeah 
is absolutely fucking insane. Like, no, the internet is like five websites, bro. Like, it's crazy. It's when it, there used it used to be like this huge marketplace of ideas where all of these little niche communities could hide in their little corners, right? But you it, have to find them now through one of the five major websites. websites, right? Yeah, and and the content is heavily filtered through the TOS of whatever website or app that you're choosing to view it from it's just and you know facebook does what facebook does best right and it just did it with twitter where it gobbles up any competition because the fucking capitalistic system allow it continues to allow for that kind of shit threats is way more pleasant though yeah twitter is like a dumpster fire right now it is it really does i appreciate that threads naturally comes in nighttime mode (laughs) It's a nice touch. Nice I, touch. Yeah, I, I, I don't even like you. God, I feel like you're a psycho if you you look at Instagram in in uh, regular daylight. Yeah. Mode. Like it's just what is what is wrong with you? Do you not like your eyes? Anyway, um, I'm just a good ones up. I'll give you I'll give you credit on that one. I definitely have to give credit to Fran Drescher for her very passionate and just, you know, her very passionate call to action. It felt very, like, inspiring, and like I said, she, uh, you know, did call out the fact that this is not just uh, happening here in Hollywood. While there was full, like, authenticity to it, she did pull out her acting chops. (laughs) Uh, she meant every word that she said, but God damn it, did she work it. I mean, listen, she uh, definitely was a great orator. Um, I feel like nobody could complain about the shrillness of the nanny in that speech um, because every word was gripping. Uh, she delivered it with such conviction, conviction such conviction in a way that it really, I feel like would help a lot of people who are sitting on the fence on whether or not they want to support this uh, actor strike or not, uh, really help them see that this is bigger than just, you know, a bunch of whiny celebrities complaining that they're not getting paid and that their jobs are being replaced by AI-generated faces. So, everybody, while we are going to struggle through the doldrums of having no writers or content uh, no writers or actors making main Hollywood content, you don't need to support them. What you should do is support your independent artists and content creators in the meantime until the writers and the screen actors and everybody else can get their just due from these billionaires. But Or, or... You could watch all the other fucking content that they've been working so hard to put out and been rushed by these studios to do, right? Like, we've already, we've talked about the phenomenon of there being this abundance of content that there's literally so much content on Netflix that you could start as a baby and not watch all of it in an entire lifetime, dog. It is... There's an overabundance of content for you to watch, so please settle down and relax and let these people 
let them cook. Let them cook. cook because they've left you plenty of left. They've, you've got meal plan for months. So we'll be fine. Take some time to actually find something that isn't trending for once on Netflix to watch, right? Also, the more current, the better. And I know I'm guilty of this too. I'm watching Dragon Ball Z Kai right now. So. Well, yeah, the more current, the better, because this is what these people have been, this is what they're complaining about, right? Like, they're being forced by these studios to push this content through that they are trying their best to put their heart and souls into, but aren't really being given the resources that they need, right? And a lot of these Netflix shows aren't even greenlit for like more than three episodes until they're seen to actually what kind of numbers they'll do. Now, the, right? remember like the New York Teamsters didn't cross the picket line and they wouldn't help film uh, Daredevil because of the writer's strike that we covered that. Yeah. And this is another thing uh, that I was told while researching this is the AMPTP is also a union, which yeah. is why the studios are collectively bargaining. Right, well, just like the police have a union, right, yeah. but they are also used to break up union strikes uh, and stuff like that. So, um, I'm sure... They know the power of unions because they're in a goddamn union. Yeah. It, it exactly which is why they're working so hard to make class action lawsuits and things like that illegal but yeah we won't we won't get into that anyway this is still very very early as far as the screen actors joining the writers so this is the point where i think the strike becomes more visible because you literally won't see any actors supporting yeah. any of these movies yeah and the actors are the face so this is when i think the writers strike we wouldn't feel the real impact until months later. The actors strike, the visibility disappears now. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's gone. Like serialized TV, like weekly things, yeah. like like all that shit's getting ready to like stuff that is made like daily is getting ready to hit a hard pause. Like yeah, the breaks. I mean, all of the late night shows already have. Yeah, like she said, it's absolutely ridiculous because the. The only excuse behind this is greed, right? Like, these owners and Wall Street fat cats, they don't want to come up off of that money, right? Bob Igar was literally on TV saying that what the Screen Actors Guild was asking for and the Writers Guild were asking for was unreasonable. After he got paid to come out of retirement. Yep. Right? Oh, Twitter, I'm... Immediately, Immediately flamed him. him, dog. Yeah, no. Flame this man. Flame this man. Fuck his check. The Screen Actors Guild came and they told me and Fran to tell you to put some respect on the motherfucking check. God damn it. Look, I give Bob, I give Bob credit. He is good at directing a company, but pay the people who work for you what they're worth. Mm -mm, yeah, pay the people what they want. Like, like, make sure your workers are fairly compensated, and then you know what, Bob? Steer the ship. We're cool with that. We'll they all what they're worth. Dude, dude, dude. Let me like. It's so clear that like rich people, they're so fucking delusional, right? Because they forget what 
made these companies the beloved companies that they are that has made them the cornerstones of the economy that they are and what's crazy to me is they'll make whole ass documentaries about it right like fucking Nickelodeon has like the orange years about yeah. what made Nickelodeon so great yet they continue to be I get Nickelodeon's doing a little bit better at trying to get back to what it was as a company but like these companies will literally look at us having full-on nostalgia about what they used to be like playing i miss the old kanye in the background while going full kanye and being like you're never gonna get that shit again <laughs> get over it bitch wizards up the coast get over it this is the new hot <laughs> we can't go back to that old and busted the fuck is y'all talking about? No, their money is right. Their money is right, but they're what they are feeling that's got them shook is the fact that we are getting frustrated and tired, so they're scrambling and sequestering for power, right? Like, it's a power grab, and the power grab is is money. They're hoarding money, because... But seriously, you, in the meantime, because fuck the major corporations, can support your local independent content creator. You know, like The Flood, Doc and Ziggy, Patreon. Appreciate it, be great. Man, it all just, it makes me so we sad. We have to hustle just like the unions do. Respect the grind. Respect the check. Put some respect on the check. Respect on the check. And uh, with that being said, you know, uh, any way you can find to support the uh, labor movement in your local community, do that. Because uh, it's the only thing standing between you and poverty at the moment. Like I said, this is... Um, as far as the Screen Actors Guild joining the strike is uh, very recent, so uh, expect us to be reporting on this uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, but the attack on fair labor and just pay and livable wages is not, um, that's been going on for a long time, and if we don't do something about it now, uh, this is just the beginning of it. Take as much money from billionaires as possible. Uh, we may not think it seriously because it is like celebrities and you know everybody's like it, it's fun to throw people think it's fun to throw things people at celebrities think, right now think like it's all celebrities that's that's yes that's what I'm saying like and and people think it's fun to throw things at them right now for fun like people are literally going to concerts and throwing things at your favorite singers for the lulls right like soda cans like yeah soda cans uh pocket pussies like adele is out here threatening to stab people y'all got adele out here threatening to stab people right and you got the nanny standing up here screaming it's time to storm the bastille that's how you know we're in a fucked up timeline dog like this shit is crazy <laughs> who'd have thought who'd have thought Man, can you imagine? Can you imagine 2024 Donald Trump versus Fran Drescher? This <laughs> is for presidency. If Fran Drescher is the socialist queen that the country didn't know they needed, but the country needed it regardless. What secretary position does Bernie get? 
Because he wouldn't want to be vice president at that point. He would be vice president. Have you not seen the nanny? <laughs> My Uncle Bernie! He'll help me run for president. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, please, I need that to happen. As an absolute counterweight to what the, whatever the fuck 2016 was. Please. Please, god. I'm so over, like, this... Uh, this, like, very shitty, like, 80s, like, Wall Street... Wolf of Wall, like, Wall Street bullshit. I'm done. I'm done with it. Man. Store the Bastille, eat the rich. Hey, Ted. We have some fun after this break. You take a sound, any sound, record it, and then change its nature by multiplicity of operations. You record it at different speeds, you play it backwards, you add it to itself over and over again. Just filters, echoes, acoustic qualities. You combine segments of magnetic tape. By these means and many others, you can create sounds which no one has ever heard before. Boom, boom, boom. So, welcome back. I said that we would come back with something fun, right? Yeah, after you know, covering that heavy, just dystopian news, rather. It is time for it's, this podcast favorite game, Florida versus everybody. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Florida man's Florida man's Florida man. King, this the most Florida story of the week. A staple bit of ours. This is where I find headlines from Florida, or everywhere else and doc has to see if he can guess if they are from florida or anywhere else bonus points if he can guess where it is from let's shoot for zig let's get i'm ready drunk man claiming he's mick jagger arrested for picking fights in a diner this sounds like some florida shit this is Florida. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, no, come on. Mick Jagger in a diner? Come on. Yeah, absolutely. According to Naples police, 59-year-old Eugene Bingham was drunkenly picking fights at Ocean Prime on Fifth Avenue Sunday night. <laughs> Are you telling me I'm not? Are you telling me I'm not? <laughs> Diners said Bingham was drunk, disruptive, and aggressive. Do you know who I am? One woman flagged a Naples police officer and said, a drunk male in a red shirt is yelling at people claiming he is Mick Jagger. This, that man over there, I don't know. He might, he might be on something. Officers tried stopping Bingham, but he charged right into an officer. <laughs> That's when Bingham landed on his buff on the sidewalk, according to the arrest report. <laughs> Bingham told the officer, don't fuck with me, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> don't fuck with me, I've done enough horse tranquilizer to put down an elephant. You're gonna need more than a taste, I promise you. Officers did not leave Bingham alone, instead arresting him for disorderly intoxication and battery on a member of law enforcement. <laughs> what? 
While Bingham's mugshot... They didn't beat this thing ass. While Bingham's mugshot was not available on the Collier County Sheriff Office's website, we attached a picture of Mick Jagger. <laughs> I don't think Mick Jagger appreciates any of that. So, you are one for one. Do you think he had sympathy for the devil? I don't think he got what he needed. Uh, all right. And that was not satisfaction. Next article. A deputy mayor is under fire after being caught red-handed spray-painting graffiti. The deputy mayor? Yes. I don't... This, this was not Florida. This was not Florida. This sounds like some Tennessee shit. Wrong continent. Ooh, Give me one more guess. Ooh, 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 was it was it Latin America? Was it, was no. it South America? No, no, this was not in South America. Huh. This was European. This was some European shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're getting warmer. Mm. Mm. Is it is it oh, the warm part of Europe? You're getting colder. No, so it's not a warm part of Europe. Norway? Finland! Damn! Damn! Damn. The deputy mayor... What the fuck is going on over in Finland? The deputy mayor of Finland's capital is facing possible legal action and calls for him to pay compensation for damages and to resign after he was caught red-handed spray-painting graffiti in a railway tunnel last week. I like to imagine he was, like, just caught on a news broadcast. Like, this dude was, like, spray-painting, and they were, like, ran up on him with, like, the fucking news cameras. Like, sir, sir, why are you defacing public property like this? And then somebody grabbed this nigga's, like, fucking, uh, shiesty mask and snatched that shit off, and it was like, it's the mate, the deputy mayor! Like, it's some Scooby-Doo shit! <laughs> The 46-year-old deputy mayor and a friend were caught by guards in a rail tunnel in eastern Helsinki on Friday, just after they had completed graffiti, which Finnish street artists said looked partially inspired by work seen in New York City in the 1970s. So they was like doing some Bronx train graffiti type shit, and, and on on what though? Like just as like a hobby, like. In a Facebook posting on Sunday, the deputy It's one of the four Mark pillars Mark of hip-hop. Who's known as a strong supporter of street art and as a creator of graffiti in his youth. That's what's apologized up. for his, quote, stupid fooling around. Wait, so he really was just the fucking, the whole ass lieutenant deputy mayor of with the capital of the capital of, of Finland. Was just tagging the fucking subway in his off time? The case has caused uproar and debate among Helsinki citizens in social media with the majority condemning, but some also fiercely supporting the actions of the deputy mayor who is in charge of culture and leisure affairs in Helsinki. Oh, I bet he was, right? <laughs> oh, that's great. Mero would be proud. The Finnish capital spends an estimated 650,000 euros, about $710,000, annually to remove illegal graffiti throughout the city <laughs> and is currently seeking to establish additional sanctioned sites for street uh, The deputy mayor out here like, <laughs> I'm trying to boost the crime rate. 
Uh, he's probably running some fucking like money laundering scheme through that shit too. Like, oh, that's great. That was great. Who would have thought? Shout out to Helsinki. Wildlife officials search for a wayward sea otter harassing surfers and kayakers. Sea otter? Sea otter. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say this is not Florida. This is not Florida. No, no, I knew it. I Would knew you like it. Like to take a guess of where it is? Montana. Montana is a landlocked state. <laughs> Are mean, you serious? That doesn't mean they don't got creeks with sea. How would a, a sea? If they're called sea otters. <laughs> listen, listen, I dig your way out of this hole. Um, there are more tigers in captivity. There are more tigers in Texas than there are in the wild. I told you that. <laughs> so that doesn't make it not true. <laughs> so, Do you want to take another guess, Mr. Montana? No. I said what I said. Uh, okay, uh, fucking Colorado. Also landlocked! Uh, but there's a river there. <laughs> okay. Sea otters aren't fucking salmon. River otter. It's like, no. It's, it's, it's... This is all staying in. It's a trans-species otter? No. Uh... I don't know. Um... Who Connecticut. Not landlocked, but close. No, it's California. Oh, no. Okay, okay. Wildlife officials were trying to capture a wayward sea otter Thursday that had been wrestling surfboards away from surfers and aggressively approaching kayakers off the coast of Santa Cruz, California. Ah, okay. I was going to say, yeah, um, go, keep going, keep going. The five-year-old female sea otter has shown aggression towards people for several weeks and poses a public safety risk, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service said in a statement. They had the fucking age and, je- and sex of this sea otter? It can't be that. Jesus. <laughs> no, I guess it is like that they serious. They have all of this fucking info about this fucking like sea, sea otter, otter and they have a- did they did they find its manifesto yet? Um, no, uh, I listen. The sea otters have joined in a pack with the killer whales, and they're all fed up with humans. They are kicking us out of the ocean. So federal um, wildlife officials say that the otter's behavior is highly unusual, and the exact cause for such behavior is unknown. Aggressive behavior in female southern sea otters may be associated with hormonal surges or due to being fed humans. Oh, by humans. Did, did you say due to being fed humans? Yeah, I, I, I said fed humans, but I meant by, by humans. So, like, like pit bull tactics? Like, you feed it raw meat to make it aggressive? Like, so they're feeding it, they're feeding it people, and now it's got a taste for people? <laughs> <laughs> This is a C-list horror movie waiting to happen. <laughs> Bringing sea otters from the sea. People eating sea otters. Oh, God. Oh, man. Man eating sea otters. 
the animal which wildlife officials named Sea Otter 841 <laughs> was born in captivity and released into the wild in June 2020. SCP Otter. <laughs> oh, God damn it. God damn it. Ultimately, the effort was not successful, and as we can see, the interactions with people continued and escalated, and now we've got 841 acting very bold. This sounds like they're hunting Stitch. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah, it does, it does make it sound like this sea otter is like an escaped experiment that they were feeding people and now has a taste for people. A sea otter with a taste for blood. 841. <laughs> That, that's the that's the movie title right there, eight four one, and it's it's ambiguous, so you have no idea what you're buying tickets to, and it just turns out to be like a very very bad knockoff of like Sharknado or like Jaws, right? It's like we need the animal Jaws move with the sea. We otter. need to we need the animal to listen to its natural survival instinct and have a healthy fear of people so it won't approach it. Yeah, this sounds like a mutant sea otter. Yeah, yeah. They, this uh, really sounds like a well, fucking uh, T-virus waiting to happen. Then I guess you shouldn't have fed it all of those people then. Now look what, now look what you started. Next one. Man shot roommate after accusing him of eating the last Hot Pocket. Florida. No. Russia. Kentucky. Kentucky. Kentucky, Russia. <laughs> and uh, all of the others, like, they had a reasonable length to the article. This is literally, like, two paragraphs. <laughs> it was the last the hot pocket. largest city is facing criminal charges after allegedly shooting his roommate during a dispute over a hot pocket. Clifton Williams, 64, was arrested on assault charges after he accused his roommate of eating their last hot pocket and attacked him, shooting him in the buttocks. Damn, he shot that nigga in the ass over the hot pocket, though. Listen, listen. I, my brother and I haven't fought a lot, right? Like, we, we're, we've actually had, like, a pretty healthy relationship as far as, like, brothers go. Uh, but one of the only times we did, like, get into a fist fight was over the last toaster strudel in the house. Um, so... But those toaster strudels are so good. The Pillsbury Doughboy ones? I totally get it, is what I'm saying. I totally get it. Especially if it wasn't your Hot Pocket. Like, maybe it was, like, you know, one of those roommates that's, like, constantly eating your food and you look, like, look, Gary, I told you, all you've got to do is put in on the grocery bill and I'll get enough for both of us, but you can't keep eating my food because I'm meal planning right now. You know I'm, like, keto, so actually... I, Hot Pockets, they're like my cheat meal, and when you, you eat that, I feel disrespected, <laughs> and the next time you do it, I'm really going to, it's going to make me react badly, and you know, that's, that's exactly what happened here. Um... Next one. Man slaps woman with a slice of pizza during an argument. Oh, I'm glad you cleaned that up, because I was like, whew. Whew, okay, that that was heavy to just come in there like with a slice of pizza during an argument. Oh, that sounds like a New York or a Chicago thing. This is Florida. This is Florida, actually, huh? 
Okay. Florida man is facing domestic violence charges after <laughs> allegedly slapping a woman in the face with a slice of pizza. Well, okay, depending on how hot that slice of pizza was, I can see the domestic violence charges. When police arrived, 39-year-old Ortelio Lazaro Alfonso outside the home... Sounds like a guy who would slap somebody with a slice of pizza. Listen, I'm just... According to a probable cause affidavit, probable. Alfonso said they got into a verbal argument with the woman. Over what? Over what? What could you be possibly arguing about that would lead that would lead to you slapping somebody like just full like how how mad do you think you would have to be to slap somebody in the face with a is there anybody you can think of right now that you would slap in the face with a piece of pizza if you could? <laughs> Well, Let us know in the, the comments. Woman, she told them Alfonso slapped her on the left side of her face with a slice <laughs> of pizza after an altercation over disciplining. Over disciplining? Yup. Children? Not specified. That, that, that makes this so weird, dude, because like... What if their whole time like having like a fucking like BDSM discussion? <laughs> states that her shirt was covered in pizza sauce. Oh my god. As well as her collar and some in her hair and ear. You know what? I'm I'm on Italian name sounding guy's side here. This lady sounds like a Karen. Uh, <laughs> when deputies entered the home, they found pizza sauce on the walls and <laughs> ceiling. I feel like it takes a joker, too, to, like, have a piece of pizza in there. I like, is it better if he had the pizza in his hand already, or he walked over to go get the slice of pizza and then came back to slap her in the face with it? Alfonso said he threw the slice of pizza at the woman, but did not place his hand on her. <laughs> This is so, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Is it worse for him to throw the pizza at her or to slap her in the face? I personally feel like if you slapped it's her in the face. It's definitely worse to have the pizza, pop your hand, and slap with Oh, is that how you see it? Because I see it like you grabbing the pizza by the crust and then like whap, like whipping it across oh, the Oh, no. Throat. If I'm thinking slap them with pizza, I'm thinking like pizza, palm your hand. Nah. Like... Nah. I'm thinking like pistol whip style. Like you go catch this. Psh. Like, Either way sucks. Like glove, like like white glove style. Like how dare you? Like Alexander Hamilton, the not Lin Manuel Miranda version. Yeah. You spank your children? How would you feel if I spanked you with this pizza? Last one. Man caught with gover tortoise during gasoline theft spree. I'm sorry. What in the man bear pig did you just say? Man caught with gopher tortoise during gasoline theft spree. So is a gopher tortoise some kind of mythical creature that leads you to gasoline when you are on a theft spree? Two Florida men. Fuck! <laughs> you might as well just keep reading the story now. Wah, wah. There's your freebie. Uh, two Florida men. Two Florida men were on a mission. As gas prices are oh, still okay. on the fritz, the men traveled to Love's truck stops throughout Florida. Hold on, Steve hold on. Can I just say that, first of all, you started this with they were on a mission. 
also loves truck stop totally sounds where you get a magical item called a what what was it that again did you a goose a goose moose a gopher tortoise a gopher tortoise <laughs> i can offer you this goose moose or this gopher tortoise <laughs> The gopher tortoise will lead you to infinite gas supplies. The goose moose. <laughs> well, don't get me started on that guy. <laughs> Corporate loves travel shops sent an advisory to stores that a white Dodge Ram 3500 and a white Chevy Silverado were involved in counterfeit credit card fuel purchases. Okay, so they out here snitching on people. They are not a place where you get magical items from. Check. When a deputy arrived at the gas station, he saw the Dodge Ram in front of an air pump. He was met by Antonio Medina, 37. The deputy asked Medina if the truck belonged to him, and Medina said it did. The deputy looked around the truck and found a gopher tortoise in its bed. He called the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission to handle the misplaced tortoise. Further investigation found that Medina carried a counterfeit credit card in his wallet. Bro, what the fuck is a gopher? I'm looking this shit up now. Oh, it's just a regular ass tortoise. Okay, alright. <laughs> Who would have known? I like I would have thought that would have been something like all special and shit. Nope, it's just a regular ass tortoise. So did the he? The cops didn't do anything about the tortoise. He just legally. Yeah, I was gonna say. He just had a tortoise. He just had as it. he was stealing gasoline. He had a tortoise with him the whole time. Um, well, uh, this headline should say Florida man caught during gasoline theft spree with gopher tortoise in the truck. <laughs> to be accurate, the headline makes it sound like he stole a tortoise. He, he clearly did, or he might have, but the cops had no probable cause for the tortoise. Yeah, I was going to say, that was going to be my next question, was did he steal the tortoise? Um, damn, that's crazy. Uh, shout out to <laughs> Gopher Tortoise. Um, I hope, you know, you safe and that you've recovered from whatever trauma that crazy dude was putting you through. We out here, gang gang, and on that note, we'll be right back at y'all with more pop culture hot takes. Frank. Welcome back, and uh, you know, welcome back. While we're still talking headlines, uh, criminal headlines, uh, <laughs> I ran across one. Uh, this week that by the time you guys are hearing this might be a bit more trending news but the husband of the woman that brought us all the dress that broke the internet we all know which one <laughs> no which one was it Zig which one was it, was it? black and blue was it black and blue for you because as I am currently looking at this dress it is white and gold and I am astounded because that woman's husband is now being charged with attempted murder after what is an alleged 11-year campaign of domestic violence and abuse against his wife. After what is allegedly an 11-year campaign of domestic violence and abuse against his wife. Um, all culminating in a moment uh, last March in which he allegedly attempted to kill her by pinning her to the ground and compressing her neck. 
If she did die, would she be buried in that dress? <sighs> Hashtag something offensive. It's just wild. It's like the Jacob Sartorius thing. Or not Jacob Sartorius. Uh, that's, uh, what's the, the dude with the, uh, Special Olympics runner? Oscar Pistorius? Yes, Oscar Pistorius. Jacob Sartorius is the kid who went viral back when TikTok was still musically, uh, for lip syncing to songs, uh, which should also be criminal. Uh, <laughs> but it's not nearly as criminal as shooting your wife because you think she's an intruder in the middle of the night. Which is still also not nearly as criminal as embarking on an 11 year abuse campaign. Has it been 11 years since the blue and black dress thing? That it hasn't been that long, right? Like, no, I, don't think, it, I think this abuse thing has been going on for 11 years. Yeah, no, but the, the dress thing, that was what, like 2015? Yeah, 15, 16, something like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. I was gonna say it's getting it's getting it feels like it's getting close to this because it was the reason it was so heated was because the temperature of the social climate in America was starting to heat up during that debate time if it was the Obama presidency we would have just been like no hey, we were too busy man. debating the color of his suit remember because the, ooh, yeah we wouldn't have time to focus on this blue and black the dress. president wore a tan suit um, and likes Dijon mustard on his burger. He's so bougie. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, this is actually quite the tragedy. Um, but also, you rarely get a look into the lives behind, like, you know, the people who go viral or, like, a catch-up on the where are they now, right? Um, yeah. and this was just a, like, fucking way out of left field headline, right? Uh, almost, like, finding out that the... <laughs> Uh, he's not real lady is missing the lady She's is gone. missing she is fucking gone <laughs> and I don't mean like she's not talking to the press missing like I, it, I guess her family can't find her and it's crazy because she was allowed to get back on the plane after like they took everybody off of the plane so they could make sure that nothing was actually happening I don't think she went back on the plane I don't think she did either, but they were saying she was allowed to get back on the plane. Um, and now, now she's 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 gone. She's she missing. She didn't look crazy. No, she didn't. Um, she didn't look crazy. She she didn't look crazy crazy, but she did. She was kind of giving she, off Karen energy at first. She didn't first. try to convince anybody else <laughs> that that guy wasn't real. She didn't give a fuck. She said, you all can stay if you want, but I'm getting you off this mother... You can stay and die with him. She even said, you can stay and die with him if you want. <laughs> I'm getting off this because that motherfucker back there is not... Yeah, <laughs> Legend. Legend. Also, the internet being undefeated, they said it's a real damn shame that uh, she's missing because she's pretty hot and she can cash in on this clout with an OnlyFans. Yeah, hey, listen, you know who might be about to cash in on his clout with an OnlyFans? <sighs> Your boy Tom Holland. <laughs> Your boy Tom Holland has. Uh, broken the internet like that dress right uh his like somebody broke his back his apple plus tv series his apple plug 
has not been um, his Apple Plus TV series, The Crowded Room, has not been receiving great ratings. Hasn't been receiving amongst critics, but this recent episode, however, has um, set the internet ablaze with what seems to be a very spicy, gay, sexy <laughs> featuring everybody's friendly, very friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> Like though, apparently Tom Holland's character is uh, uh, a man recovering from like some kind of psychological trauma, also while being accused of a heinous crime. This scene uh, was one of those, I guess, very like visceral sex scenes that has got everybody being like, "I didn't know Bottom Holland was uh, really out here <laughs> saving the universe uh, like that." Was it better than a sex scene in The Idol? I have not seen it. Um, I personally am not Wait, a... you haven't seen Tom Holland's gay sex scene running around <laughs> on TikTok? <laughs> no, I have not. That I'm... hasn't hit the algorithm yet. I'm not on TikTok, and it would not hit my algorithm, first and foremost. I don't know what you and your twink crowd be into, <laughs> sir, but... <laughs> No, this headline uh, did hit my feed on Instagram. Um, I saw the still uh, from the very steamy interracial shot. Um, I also, despite having Apple Plus Do Not Watch <laughs> or Apple TV Plus Do Not Watch this shit. I don't. Um, there's not. There's hardly anything on there I feel like that's worth watching. Um, and I will not be tuning in just because they decided to Brokeback Mountain, everybody's favorite web slinger. No, nope. <laughs> web slinger. <laughs> ah, pause. <laughs> Tom Holland will be shooting ropes, but not for Doctor Strange. Pause. Doctor Strange love? Uh... <laughs> Ezra Miller could never. Goldfinger. <laughs> Ezra Miller is sitting back there like, ah, oh, damn it, it could have been me. And Timothy Chalamet is just sitting back like, well you done. You wish you were. Well done. Well done. In a world full of Ezra Millers, be a Timothy Chalamet. Or a Tom Holland. <laughs> You know, he still got some diet at the end of the day. Um, there was that wild thing where it was like, oh, he's doing this to get back in Zendaya. And I'm thinking yeah. to myself, I'm like, how is it getting back in Zendaya? Right? It's, like, it's also such a petty idea that, like, he would be so butthurt over her doing, like, a scene <laughs> in a movie that he would <laughs> go get bottomed out like that. Like, I don't know. This is a because weird way to... That's supposed to make Zendaya yeah, jealous? Uh, yeah, because this, this is a really weird way to get back at your lady. <laughs> Be like, oh, you just got a threesome with two dudes on camera. All right, well, let me have a twosome with a dude on camera. Yeah, a twosome. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we'd be amiss to not discuss Microsoft and Sony coming to a 10-year agreement over Call of Duty, though, right? Uh, Negotiation of labor? <laughs> That's really what it sounds like. It sounds like a collective bargaining agreement. I mean, amongst the, you know, Microsoft acquiring Activision, right, and all of its properties, uh, it... I think it really is in the best interest of the market to keep 
that title specifically, <laughs> like, yeah. open to yeah. both. Tax box. Like, yeah. Yeah. It would be a huge slap in the face to the fandom, dog. Yeah. To just, to, to force everybody. The Call of Duty fandom is dead set loyal, but the console loyalty for those Call of Duty fans, yeah. also dead set loyal. Yeah, I, I can't see, it would, it, that's a, do you know anybody who specifically owns a console because of a specific game? Me. Nintendo me. Switch for Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. Is it the Also only... me. PlayStation 4 for Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> That's the only reason you own a PlayStation, though? Um, I have three other games for it. Because I feel like the Switch... The Switch I've gotten plenty yeah. of use out. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the Switch you didn't just buy for Breath of the Wild. No, I didn't. No, but I mean, you're a Nintendo fan, though. Like, you were going to play Smash Brothers on that joke. Even if they didn't put out a Zelda game, you would have bought a Switch sooner than later, regardless. No, I would have bought... I, I buy every Nintendo game a new Zelda comes out. Yeah, I'm... But I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong... Even if they didn't put out it, and I know it's unlikely that Nintendo's putting not putting out a new Zelda game, you would have still bought a Switch for all of the other Nintendo properties. Eventually, you would have bought or a Switch Lite. When Bravely Default 2 came out, they probably would have gotten it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. But what I'm hearing though is, is without Final Fantasy, you might not have bought the PlayStation. Probably not. No. Yeah. yeah. And also, I didn't. The only reason I bought it was because I got it for a hundred twenty dollars. I, I bought it off of Facebook Marketplace. Mm, mm. So and it's secondhand at that, yeah. right? So you bought a secondhand PlayStation for one game, essentially, yeah. right? So you do exist in the market of people that might switch over to Xbox because they really love Call of Duty. No, that game's trash. Yeah, but you don't like shooters, though. No, so, I don't like, I, honestly, no, I don't it's... like first-person games because I don't do well with blind spots um, in, in a game. I just, I wonder, like, how loyal that Call of Duty market is that they would have, you know... you banking on the loyalty of um, the game versus the loyalty on the system. Abandoned, and let's not forget that we play, have covered... I PlayStation, but not in that one. Uh, let's not forget that we have covered the fact that Microsoft has stated, has gone on record stating that the likeliness of them coming out with new gaming hardware is for the foreseeable future is like non-existent, yeah. right? Um, so this last generation of Xbox is probably the last generation of Xboxes for a while, right? So them to continue for to, for them to make Call of Duty a standalone Microsoft title with them not making any new Xbox consoles would be fucking wild. <laughs> hey man, people are still playing Super Smash Brothers Melee. That game came out in 2001. I mean, who knows when PlayStation will make a new model PlayStation, right? Like, the PlayStation 5 just dropped, um, and it's been a while since the PS4 came out. Yeah. Um, so, the time between consoles stands to demonstrate whether or not that really means anything but i do feel like 
with Xbox being or Microsoft being clear that they plan do not plan on making any new hardware anytime soon, um, it would be wild to hold any gaming title as an exclusive. Honestly. All right, to our last segment. Sometimes we see some questions on the internet that really just need some answering uh, because there's too much noise going on. So instead of asking everyone, how about they just ask Docrates and Zygmunt Freud us for two the answers? I know everything. I know wisdom. I know bad religion. I know good karma. You ain't got the answers, Sway. I've been doing this more than you. And let's get into this week's first question. So, the one question that really piqued my interest was, what would be terrifying if it was ten times larger? Ooh, ooh, okay. This is this is a good one, right? Because, like, a, a, any kind of moths already get big, but, like, if you take, like, the biggest moth out there and you make that one ten times larger, it's, like, the size of, like, a raven, and a raven-sized moth absolutely sounds like it would ruin anybody's evening. I came up with a good one. Garden labyrinths. Oh yeah, They're like so, like the a corn like a, maze. Like, yeah, like a corn maze. Yeah. Make that shit ten times larger. That's so unnecessary. Like, that sounds like a German fairy it tale. Like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, that's that, not a German fairy tale, but it does sound like a German fairy tale waiting to happen, right? Um, and I say that because they are notoriously dark. <laughs> I'm trying to think of ones that aren't living because a lot of things that are alive 10 times bigger are just instantly fucking horrifying. Yeah, like ants. Like nobody wants, like even though ants are tiny, like imagine like an ant 10 times bigger than like, what it is. Like, like so like 10 times bigger would maybe make it like the size of a scorpion or like a, a rat right and who wants rat sized ants running around that's disgusting fuck that they do lift 10 times their body weight yeah yeah okay and they right. were teams <laughs> so that's easily carrying off a child right? <laughs> nobody needs that nobody needs that at all like whatsoever um something that's non so like non-organic yeah something that if it was just really fucking big would be terrifying. I don't know why. One of the things that's popping into my head is an industrial freezer, like a like a huge industrial huge. I feel like you're just tapping into like liminal space fear, and it's like the like expansiveness. Because like at that point, then I could say like a fucking airport, right? Like, because airports are already huge. Like, but imagine like fucking the Denver airport, like ten times bigger than what it is, right? Just like a fucking expansive mass of just engineering marvel, absolutely like endless hallways. Right, like I got one. A Cadillac Escalade. That wouldn't be terrifying. Oh yes, it would. If you stay the same size and you're sitting in that fucking chair. <laughs> I feel like that's more of a novelty than terrifying. Like when you say terrifying, like I'm thinking of like the fucking uh, Yellowstone volcano, right? Like. The Yellowstone volcano being ten times larger would be terrifying. <laughs> what it is now, yes, yeah, 
Yeah, that would be scary. That would make, that would change, that would change things. I was thinking about saying a chicken, but then I just realized that'd be a chocobo. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Kevin Hart. Let <laughs> 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 the rock for that matter. <laughs> Victor Wembenyama. Oh, man. Um, More like Giannis at the Takumbo. You know, it would be great if it was 10 times bigger. Our follower account. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, do we have another question? Uh, so, we have one other question. There are many good, bad answers to. And that is, what is the worst response to, I have a crush on you? Ooh. Sucks for you, buddy. One I thought of was, why? Mm. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of just, like, two to five word answers that could, like, crush a high schooler's, like, everything. Have you told your therapist? <laughs> cool, I don't. Cool story. <laughs> cool story, bro. Especially if it's a girl. Uh, I, I, I swiped left. Yeah, no, like, all the ones I'm thinking of are just, like, super cold, super straight to the point. I mean, obviously, all it asked for the worst responses to that. Unless you just go something, like, completely off the wall, and someone's like, you know, I have a crush on you, and then you're just like, yeah, you know, I have a lampshade made out of human skin. Mm, mm. <sighs> I guess yeah. Would you would you be more offended if somebody that you said I have a crush on you was like cool story, bro, or they told you that they had a lampshade made of human skin? Nah, cool story, bro. Just it hits different, right? Like it it feels like extra degrading. Um, I feel like. Ooh, I have said this before on the pod, but if somebody told me to kick rocks, like that would really, especially after I told them I had a crush on them, I would. I would be devastated. Kick rocks, loser. I don't know why, but that that feels really hurtful. Kick rocks, nerd. <laughs> I have a crush on you. <laughs> I have cancer. <laughs> like, damn. Damn, okay. Oh my god, Sandra Family Guy, Tom Hanks, I have AIDS, Peter. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm trying to think of what, like, another good, like, just awful response to I have a crush on you would be. Like, I have a crush on you. I have Your princess is in another castle? I have standards. <laughs> Jesus. Awful, awful, awful. Well, ugh. You know what shouldn't be awful, though? Buying all of your Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Pokemon, Magic uh, the Gathering, Flesh uh, and Blood, board games, uh, card game supplies at TokenNG.com uh, and using the promo code Ziggy to get 10% off of your order. Us doing the promo drop before me saying that none of this is normal is just another reminder that none, none of, of this, this is, is normal. normal. And this is your umpteenth reminder to follow us at the Flood Pod on everything and that is on everything and on everything we will see you all next week look it's a flood it's, a flood. it's flooding get away. Get away. quick we need to get to higher ground open the floodgates
talk about it black is stuff. time to 